You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care. I finally have it without having to look at it. I finally have it without having <laughs> And the to season's look at over. It. And the season's <laughs> over. Brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and you, you've been here when I've been like, Endel, Ficta, um, Ficta, Endel, and Endel, Elmer Glue. Brought brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. That over there is one of my best friends in the whole world, Jay Spencer King. Jay Spencer King, how are you? What's up, man? I'm doing good. It's a good week. I got big dubs on my chest today because it was a big dub for the Bills on Sunday. And man, I'm just looking forward to. uh, I'm looking forward to this run that we have to go on. And I think the Bills are, it looks like they're ready to do it too. So I'm I'm in a good mood. What's well, up with you? We're two games into the run, right? I mean, technically, right? So I mean, but, I mean, uh, technically for me, I, so I broke it up. So to way, the way I looked at it, I looked at it as. How like, do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Well, yeah, one bite at a time. But for me, I, I was waiting until the, after the Cowboys game. Like, I know we had the Eagles. I know we had, then we had to buy, you had the, the, uh, yep, the Chiefs. Yep. And you had, for me, it was after the Cowboys game. It was like, okay, what are we going to do in these first couple of games yeah, against yeah. these teams that everybody yeah. is saying, no, the Bills can't win. Even Nate Geary came on and was like, it's over, guys. The Bills aren't yes. beating A, B, C, D. <laughs> I remember. Like, it was like, okay, we're done. So we won two out of the three of those games. Now we have, in a way, at first, earlier in the season, everybody's like, man, the end of the season. Then you got the Chargers. Yep, yep. No Justin Herbert. They just fired their head coach and their GM. Yep, I know yep. some people feel like the GM, after a head coach is fired, it's like, oh, the team gets, that's not this week. They're I'm not, not worried about it. We around, can talk yeah. about it later, yeah, we're but gonna, I'm not worried about it right yeah. now. Yeah. So I feel like the Bills, if they don't play down to their competition, the Bills should be on a four-game win streak week 18 when we go to Miami. That's the way I see it. A hundred percent. When Nate Geary, in his defense, um, tweeted that we had just lost to the Eagles. And we have seen so much change in this football team since that happened, specifically, particularly from the head coach, which was a big part of what even I was tweeting about. I think you were tweeting about it. It's like... We all love Sean McDermott as a person. Like, he's a good dude. He has changed the culture. He broke the drought. Like, he's done done so much to bring this this franchise out of purgatory, for lack of a better way of saying Actually, we were in the pits of hell. Like, we were literally in the pits of hell for 17 years, and he brought it out. Maybe he's not the guy to take us to the next level because of A, B, C, and D, or A and B, or A, B, and C, or whatever. And since that Eagles game, where as much as they claim, and we've talked about it, as much as he claims or said in his postgame pressers, we did not change the scheme. We did not change anything. We were calling the same defensive plays. They were, they changed it. Everything changed. And then they mm-hmm. played the Chiefs, and they kept the foot on the gas defensively, beat the Chiefs, and then they came out, and they did it again this past week. This past weekend with the Cowboys. They did not let up on Dallas. Like, yes, Dallas scored a garbage touchdown late, but by then it did not matter. When the Bills got up two possessions, three possessions, they just kept their foot on the on the throats of the Cowboys offense. They're like, nope, can't get up. You're not getting up. And that's what that's Let me the ask you this. That's the big difference for me. Like McDermott that, has that's changed. the hugest difference. McDermott that's the has hugest changed. difference. Now he, instead of we'll see about well, wait, instead of playing to instead of playing to not lose, he actually played to win Sunday. Yes. And that's how like yeah. that's and I know we ran the ball, so it doesn't look like the same instead of us throwing fifty times. We still were doing what we knew was going to destroy that team, and he kept doing it. And you know, we we chose to keep it going. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this though, man: what for you coming out of that game and out of you know the the few games that we've had, and and you now the the rest of the season is behind us. You know what happened. You know the changes. 
Now, this part of the season, how do you feel as a Buffalo Bills fan for this stretch? Uh, well, right now I'm a no, this way typical Bills fan, right? So, which is what that says. Which I've got, you know, I'm I'm emotionally reconnected to the football team, right? So at this point in time, I've got great hope and uh, excitement. And David Reed is actually probably on the opposite end of that, which is why my show is called the Overreaction Sports because we're all overreacting in one direction or the other. As Bills Mafia, he says, "Hate to be a negative Nancy, but come on, guys, it was one good game. We were a Tony toe away from losing the Chiefs. I love what you did there with I the alliteration." Um, yeah. But uh, the reality is, is if that touchdown had counted, the Bills had 56 seconds left in that game, which we and should, several we, timeouts and several timeouts, which we should be pretty much the argument could be made. The Bills could have easily gone down the field and scored. And then the argument could have been made that the Chiefs could have then also turned around and come right back down the field and scored because we've seen it like we've seen it happen. So where am I as far as that goes? I'm not where David Reed is, but I expect or I respect where David Reed is. Um there was a lot to be said for that Chiefs game. There was a lot to be said for what the Bills did. Um, I feel like the Chiefs, playing the Chiefs in Kansas City is a harder game than playing the Cowboys in Buffalo in the rain, right? Uh, the Dallas isn't a great home or away team. The Chiefs are a great home team. The, G, the Chiefs, even though they're not playing their best football, regardless, those are two very good wins. And you said it. I mean, they should have beaten the Eagles. Like, yeah. Bad, they they got out coached. They 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 beat themselves, and it was something that Joe Brady said in his press conference this week, um, that I think encapsulates the whole thing. He said sometimes he goes, "I got fired." I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase it. I got fired from Carolina because I tried to be a I tried to out genius the other team. Is basically what he said. I tried to out genius the other team, and that got me fired from my last job. And it was like, wow, bro, learn. Versus, you know what? I'm going to figure out what their strengths are. And you heard it in Mitch Morse's press conference today. You heard it, in, or not today, uh, yesterday, in several of the press conferences where they're like, he asks me what I like about plays and what I don't like about plays and what I'm comfortable doing and what I'm not comfortable doing. And if I'm comfortable doing it, great. If I'm not, then maybe we won't call that play. And then you see him in the middle. And this is, we're getting ahead of ourselves uh, because of this is one of the topics that I have. But like, and then you see them come out and the game plan was not to run the ball 49 times. And literally just turned into it was working. Just make it happen. Just make it happen. <laughs> working, let's do it and, right. and so let's win. That was a long we'll get back to that. That was a long answer to your really short question. Were you did I no, give you a no, it's fine. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Cool. I like long-winded answers. You know, you're an interviewer now too. You get it. Interviewers, <laughs> we love long-winded answers to questions. I'm always long-winded. Let's uh let's do this. Let's hear from our show sponsor real quick before we get into the topics. Uh and before the we, well, before we hear from the sponsor, everybody hump real quick, hump that like. Go ahead and do it. And now, Fichte, Endo, and Elmer, I care. Right. It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Fichte, Endel, and Elmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight. Because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at Ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Ficta, Endel, and Elmer. We are focused on you. Yeah, that was uh, Bruce Nolan on the call. And uh, I love what uh, Daryl uh, just said uh, in the comment section. I'll pull it up real quick. Daryl says, if, quote-unquote, has infinite possibilities, quote-unquote, did is what actually happened, and the Bills did beat the Chiefs. And it's like, yep, that's what happened. So we also beat the Cowboys. So let's do, I'm going to do something a little different this week than we have ever done uh -oh. before. A little yeah. different. Uh, and we're going to take a look back at our game predictions real quick from last week. And which is funny because somehow we missed you giving a Josh Allen stat line, but you said Josh Allen is going to like be the goat. So there was an we expectation so on your wrong. side, <laughs> on your side, that Josh was going to have a great game. Uh, and then we'll just talk through just kind of final thoughts. Cause we always do the final thoughts as far as like how we, felt about the game like and we kind of put it to bed yada 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 um as far as just our final thoughts go so last week um uh i had a huge miss on josh allen i said 365 passing 45 on the ground <laughs> two touchdowns <laughs> in the air she had one right he had one touchdown in the air yeah one in uh, the air yep. and then one rushing which i got 38 to 35 was my score uh you said you needed to see our offense like stand up to and play with another great NFL offense. And if they did, you would be all be in. Back. Bills are going to be the back. Super Bowl. That was your be back. That was your that was basically your caveat to your prediction of a 35 to 33 defeat 
of the Cowboys by the Buffalo Bills, of which the Bills mollywopped the Cowboys. They did their part. They did their part <laughs> in Buffalo. Like they, and, and what's funny about that whole prediction is as we talked through it, I said that I wasn't as concerned about the offense. Like I wasn't as concerned about CD lamb and I wasn't because we've seen that defense do a good job of kind of like keeping guys harbored. Um, I was more worried about their defense against our offense because that's where we have a tendency to see the wheels kind of, kind of come off. You said that you were concerned about both sides, um, but man, oh man, what a football game. Where, what are your final thoughts just on this game as far as that first goes? First of all, my final thoughts first. Like, I got a few of them. So my first final thought. First. Can y'all, can y'all stop talking about how this defense is not a strength of the team? Oh. I know they had some off weeks. I know they had some off weeks. And I, I, I'm not using excuses here. Injuries will do that. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you start a job at 100% and then by lunchtime, you're down to like 80%. You got like four guys that quit on you, right, by lunch. And you're still expected to, to finish the job by 5 o'clock when you have mm-hmm. four guys mm-hmm. leave on you. It gets a little bit difficult to do. The Buffalo Bills have figured out how to still shut down an, a great offense. Like Now, I think the weather – I know everybody wanted to pile on Jerry Jones. I do think the weather had something to do with the way the Cowboys played. Maybe. The Bills – I don't. So when we talk about home field advantage and we talk about the weather and we talk about that, I'm not saying it because it was cold or anything like that. No, I just think that the Cowboys are a dome team and they typically in December, they really don't get this ugly type of weather. And when they do, they play like this. So I think for them, this was one of those situations where it did end up becoming like a, it was an ugly thing for them. But, dude, I'm all in on the bills, man. I yep, said yep. it. I yep. said it then. I'm saying it now. Yep. I'm all in. The defense is like that. First point. Second point, can we talk about James Cook just cooking on, on I can't cuss like I want to cuss. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. So you might have to edit this, Joe. You might have to edit this I before we I go. I edited the shoot. Okay. Well, I'm going to just tell you. They they added uh they added like the Cardinals logo oh again gosh. for the winter. Nice. They nice. added the Cardinals logo. So nice. you know, I you know, so I'm I'm here. I'm here. And and this nice. is what we've been on today. So uh you might have to edit. You said you're not editing shit. So that's why <laughs> I didn't say that. That's a true. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said shit. But well, so my, <laughs> I sort of said it, but I didn't really say it. So James Cook, have we not been talking all summer, like since the summer, about how James Cook needs to be that guy, and we uh, and how we wanted him to finally be a running back that the Bills were able to run an offense through, so Josh Allen had didn't have to be a goat every single Sunday. Yep, and then my yep. last point, and then I'm gonna shut up and let you ride. It's actually it's a double point, so I guess it's two po- four points. The first one, <laughs> I'm there, Joe. I'm there. The offensive line. I, t- I talked about it yesterday on on the chop up where I was talking about how they averaged over four yards per play before James Cook was touched. Right. That's right. an offensive line stat. Like as yeah. as awesome as James Cook is, he's amazing. But I also want to point it out for the fact that the way the Buffalo Bills have been winning the games the last three out of four games, mm-hmm. we haven't had to force feed Stefan Diggs. Right. So we won this past Sunday with, with James Cook being a superstar. The week before that, we won with Josh being a superstar. You could kind of say, you know, uh, whoever you want to, uh, you could say Cook again. Other moments, Shakir stepped up big and you could say, so you got other guys to point to. We're doing this without Diggs having a 100-yard, two-touchdown game. So when the playoffs get here, and then when teams say, we're going to shut down Diggs, cool, because we got we got Cook that can run on you. Yep, we got yep. Kincaid that can do the thing, too. Yep, we got yep. Kin- I'm, I'm just, I'm yep. back. I'm back as a fan of the Bills in a good space. We're going we're gonna to move uh, right to James Cook after this topic. Uh, well, let's just go right to James Cook. Well, no, hang on. I got I to gotta respond. I got to respond oh. to you, whether I agree uh, or disagree. But okay. the, the, the big care. thing about the big thing. So to your first point about Dallas's offense and the fact that the weather and blah, 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 blah. Uh, the big thing for me in that situation is Dallas has a formidable running game. Tony Pollard is no hack, right? Is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Tony Pollard is good. But the Buffalo Bills put the hurt on them quick, and it became a chase game for the Dallas Cowboys. And it turned into a situation where they couldn't run the football because if they ran it, they'd never catch up. And the Bills were actually stout against the run. So to your point, yes, I think the weather was a big part of that. Um, But a lot of that as well is just the fact that, you know, the Dallas Cowboys were put in a position where they had to chase the Bills, which was not a great position. And the Bills did not go soft 
prevent bend but don't break defense. They 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 stayed contesting the wide receivers. They stayed on them. They stayed aggressive, which you know you you love to hear your head coach say, "I want to win the game being aggressive." When you know, and then when he doesn't do it, you're like, "But you said you wanted to win the game aggressive." So it's great to hear him say that, and then watch them do that. Because to your point, this defense, and you and I have been saying it for weeks, weeks. You and I have been saying on this show. Four weeks that the defense is no longer the injury argument no longer holds because with Razul Douglas, he's the number one cornerback. Uh, mm-hmm. Lenville Joseph has has played admirably. Yes, there's some other guys that are slacking off, but Lenville Joseph has played admirably, and Ed Oliver has come on strong. Uh, and then when you look at Matt Milano, Terrell Bernard is light years ab- above anywhere we thought that he was going to be. And oh, by the way, Tyrell Dotson has been playing admirably like he's not been a liability on this football team. The defense, in my opinion, in your opinion, Micah Hyde wasn't on this defense. Like they're playing t- Taylor Rapp. They're playing DeMar Hamlin. Like they're playing the, the defense cannot be like given a pass. Any, I don't think, I don't think they, they were allowed to give a pass at the Eagles game, which we all talked about. Like they gave up 30 points in that game in the second half. That's a problem. Well, they've got injuries. That's not the excuse. In my opinion, it was play calling. In my opinion, it was scheme. In my opinion, to your point, it was playing not to lose versus playing to win. When we watch them play to win, they play completely different. James Cook. Let's move on to James Cook. So um, just because we Jimmy will. Uh, Cook. Yeah. So Jimmy what I've got to, you know, let James Cook is obviously what everybody is saying. And we all pretty much agree. Are we seeing a breakout? I, Go ahead. Can I, can I just, oh, I'm asking you something. Now, you know, I know he played at Georgia. I know he's been fantastic wherever he was as a high schooler and as a young man. Can I just can I just say back in like like last season, like week two, I literally tweeted that and I can prove it. I got receipts that I was the first one in Buffalo to start saying, like, can we just get James involved? Let James cook. Can we do that? Can I can I get credit for that? I don't want to claim it if I can't do it. I'm just asking if I can claim credit for that. You can claim credit. I can't verify it, so I can't blue check you. But yeah, for sure, you can You can absolutely well, take credit for it. Guess what? The Buffalo Rumblings YouTube account can because it's been <laughs> on that joint since last year, week two. But go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> Are we seeing the breakout of a game-changing NFL running back? And I guess the question that I have for both of us and the comment section is, what does that mean for Josh Allen going forward? Because you just came off of a game, and I know that it's been fun, and a lot of content creators have said it, and I said it on my show Sunday night, my post-game show. Josh Allen completed seven passes in this football game. Josh Allen was also not upset that he only completed seven passes in this football game. You're talking about, to your point or a little while ago, about James Cook in the playoffs. If you've got a Thurman Thomas to Jim Kelly and Emmett Smith to Troy Aikman, right? If you've got all of these guys like Ricky Waters to Steve Young, if you've got a guy that teams have to worry about, it just sets the quarterback free. And oh, by the way, we have another unique position on top of it because Josh Allen is also a threat to run. So they're already playing 10 versus 10, right? Because they have to account for the quarterback, which I don't know if people are familiar with what I'm, what I'm talking about. Normally, normally defenses play 11 on 10 because they don't really have to account for the quarterback. Defenses, when they play the Bills, now that Dorsey's gone, before Dorsey and now that Dorsey's gone, have to play 10 versus 10 because they got to have somebody account for Josh Allen. So now you're, you're playing 10 on 10 and you got to worry about James Cook. And you got to worry about Josh Allen throwing the football, and you got to worry about Josh Allen running the football. If jo- if James Cook is what we all think he can be, and obviously we're very high on James Cook, I've said for a long time that is as much as he doesn't have the the stature of Le'Veon Bell, he runs a lot, in my opinion, like Le'Veon Bell, very kind really? of patient. Yeah, I've talked about how he just kind of dips and ducks and kind of gets behind the offensive line at times and waits for his hole to open and then, and then darts. Um, We didn't see him do that in the Cowboys game. He was more selective, more definitive in his decisions. Um, But I feel like we're seeing a breakout star. And obviously the numbers right now prove that he's what third in the league in yards from scrimmage. Second, second in in rushing. I'm saying rush yards. Yeah. Yeah. Rushing. So, I mean, we're, we're seeing it in the numbers, but he hasn't really caught the, Austin Heckler, right? I mean, I'm not gonna say Christian McCaffrey. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't, he doesn't have the name yet, right? The Damian, not Damian Harris. Uh, who's the guy no, from no. Damian Pierce? You say, I was saying say Damian Christian Pierce. McCaffrey. Christian, well, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. he hasn't, he doesn't no, have that. But I, I'm telling you to say it though, is what I'm saying, because I think by name, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get it. He wasn't the RB1 in college at Georgia. He hasn't been the RB1 up until this point now. And like, now he is. But look, he has the skill. 
He has everything that we see mm-hmm. him as a running back, average over five yards per carry for two seasons. It's not a fluke. It's who he is. Right. Yeah, and last year, the offensive line wasn't as good as it is now. It's who James Cook is as a running back. He averages over five yards per carry. He's mm-hmm. a weapon out of the backfield, just like James McCaffrey. Now, am I sitting here saying James Cook is James McCaffrey? No. Christian. Christian I'm not. Like, you know what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I told yeah, you. I've been, yeah. I've been sipping, Joe. Come on. Sorry. Last week I said, I said Connor McDermott like four times. And yeah, so he's like, so you got to come on. <laughs> so you got to cut me some slack, man. This is, you, all all you know, like we got company them. right now. I'm just saying, we got company right now. You got to, you got to help me. I'm just saying. But, He's not as good as Christian McCaffrey. No, right, right, right. <laughs> he's not he's as not. good as Christian McCaffrey. But the thing is, he has all the tools to be just as good if James or if Joe Brady uses him in the same way. James Cook, dude, I've been thinking, shout out to Sterling. He claims that he thought J- James Cook was the RB1 coming out that draft. I, I challenged him. I think everybody thought Brees Hall and, and Kenneth Walker were. Uh, but if... He did, and and even if not, it doesn't matter. Right now, I think the Buffalo Bills made the right decision for their team, and I just yeah, I love the fact that James Cook is is blossoming at this point, man. Like, you know, because especially with what we know about the Bills' run game, like look at last season, look at seasons prior. You know, Devin Singletary, we all love we love Motor, yeah. right? Like, I yeah, feel like yeah. we all do. For sure, he was never given this type of opportunity to do what James Cook is doing. Well, he didn't have the did he have, well, yeah. No, did he, did, I mean, did he, he doesn't have the same. Up. He didn't have the offensive line that James has, and did he, he didn't did have he the de- line. Did he deserve? I think he deserved it. Yeah, I think he deserved it because now when you look at what he's doing in Houston and the games that Pierce is injured, Devin I, Singletary I, I, is looking like a superstar. So is Zach Moss. So is Zach Moss and Indian. Well, Indiana. I feel like you could put me behind that line. Because they 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 put two guys from their practice squad back there this last Sunday, and they still rushed over 160 yards on the ground with those guys. Like it's crazy. Zach Moss. I don't know if you came, noticed that. Yes, Zach Moss came into the league and said, "I'm going to make guys make business decisions." And we sat it for three years, going, "When's this going to happen? Two years, three years, whatever it was." And then he's like leaving Buffalo. He's like, "Bet." And now he's making guys make business decisions. It's like, and it I mean, still <laughs> makes me. It still makes me question whether or not during that time, if we were all looking at the game wrong. And I granted, he he. He there were holes at times that he did not oh, hit. He ran in the back. <laughs> he of would the, run into yeah. the line. Yes. You can't blame that on nobody else but you. Correct. Zach, but, you can't. However, he's but, doing his thing now. But so. does it come back to and uh, to slide it off topic, does it come back to what Joe Brady says, which is what do you like? What works for you? Whereas before Dable was not that. Dable was like yada yada yada. So we're going to talk about Joe Brady and just kind of that in in a second as it pertains to James Cook. It, it, it's just hard to not love what you see. It's hard to not love what he brings to the table. And I guess the question that I have that, that I'm waiting for an answer is, is what does it mean for Josh Allen kind of going forward? If he, if he turns into upper echelon, the guy that, you know, first round of the draft in your fantasy draft, and he's getting drafted before pick five, what, what happens if he turns into that guy? What does that mean for Josh Allen? Who still has Stefan Diggs, who has Dalton Kincaid, who has Dawson Knox. My oh. God, we need a second wide receiver. But you know what I'm saying? Like maybe they go to the draft and they get a, a wide receiver two this year. I don't know, but right. Well, that's what we need. And actually, I before I, I'm gonna answer your question, but I also say just mm-hmm. on that part, we need a wide receiver one. And I'm not saying that to disrespect Stefan Diggs. Diggs is wide receiver one. We need a guy that's going to be wide receiver one no when Diggs is done. 100%. So I, I, we need to draft that guy in the next couple of years. But as far as what it means for Josh, if James Cook is is the guy that we think he is or that we're hoping that he is, what this means is, do you remember what what Peyton Manning looked like with Edron James? Yeah. Do you remember? And I remember Marshall Falk and Peyton Manning. Do you remember Marshall Falk and Peyton Manning? Like, <laughs> yes. Now, Josh isn't Peyton. And no. I don't want to make it seem like I'm I'm comparing the two. Josh is a completely different type of quarterback. However... We know what Josh is like when he's on his game. When he's yeah. in his zone, we know what Josh is like. Can you imagine a game where Josh is in his zone? James is in his zone. Steph is in his zone. And then you and then and then you let Sean do what he like. Go ahead, Sean. Get jiggy with the defense. It, it's go ahead day. and it's hump day, and you're you're talking hump day after dark is what you're talking. Man, about. I'm it's hump day after dark, man. <laughs> and I, Sunday, I tweeted after. It was one point. I think I can't remember who said it on the broadcast, but somebody compared James Cook to Thurman Thomas, and I was like, I didn't know that this was Twitter after dark. Like y'all got right, me right. on here with, and that's how I feel with making this statement. It's like, you know, could you just imagine that offense when you are able to to really win 
with Josh yeah. being himself, with Diggs yeah. being himself, with Cooks being, man, I'm just come on, man. Going back to what you said about Sterling, I I I can't uh, confirm nor deny whether or not Sterling said that he felt that James Cook was the best running back coming out liar. of college. I feel like He's he said he was that that was kind of his guy. Joseph. Joseph. Oh, okay. Joseph. So he's he's Von Miller is what you're telling me. That's the pastor in you, man. You're trying to find <laughs> you're trying to find the good in everybody, and you don't want to believe that people are liars. Sterling, you it, hey, who in the chat? I know, I know uh El Boogie and Daryl. I know y'all y'all hit him up and tell him Spence is on hump day right now talking dirty about you. He calling you a liar in public. Tell him. I'm gonna text him right now, too. Go ahead. He's he lied. Anyway, he lied. What I was going to say, the reason I brought that back up is because I didn't have oh, James Cook as an R- the RB1 coming out of college. The the and if you've watched Monday, if you watched Sunday, if you watch me tweet, you're going you're not going to hear anything new for me, which I think for us and for me specifically, if you are a person who appreciates my content, Sterling, <laughs> Sterling, uh, just take Sterling. I I pretty much never waffle. I don't I don't you know I don't go back and forth. I don't flip flop like a lot of national media guys. I'm looking at you, Emmanuel Acho, Acho, whatever his name is. Um, the qu- the concern the the, he's the worst. The qu- the concern that I had about James Cook was like what everybody was saying, and whatever everybody was saying was yes, he's Dalvin Cook's brother. However, he has bad contact balance. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. okay. And when I went back and I looked at his film, it's because every time he was contacted, and you and I have talked about this, he was 14 yards downfield running at full speed before he got touched, which if somebody glances you when you're sprinting, you're going to fall down. That's typically what happens. Uh, We were told that he's not big enough to be an RB one. And he's, he's an inch taller than his brother, Dalvin. And he's in, and he's 10 pounds lighter. At least he was when he got drafted. Who knows what he weighs now? And when I look at him, we've talked about body styles, body composition. He looks skinny and thin. He looks, he looks like Dalvin. He looks like Chris Johnson. He looks like one of those thinner running backs. Is he going to have a 10 year, 12 year Jerome Bettis storied career? Probably not. Can he be a, a, an RB one, a game changing running back for this offense for Edger and James was small. Edger and James wasn't a monster. Like he was a smaller back in a, in a, in, in a time when the league I mean, was bigger on defense. What was Barry small? Barry was short, but Barry had tree trunks for legs. Barry's legs yeah, well, and thighs I mean, were the I mean, width of your waist. Well, when I say small, I guess I'm looking over at, at stature in general. I'm not looking at like one. It's, it's more about girth. You have the ability to take the pounding, whoa, take the whoa, beating. Joe. It's hump day, but let's, <laughs> whoa, let's relax. Mom is in the chat. I'm just saying, mom My just jumped in the, in the chat. We got to relax, man. You got <laughs> rough, rough. Anyways, but yes, it'll be interesting to see what what that oh, works or how that works for Josh show. Allen, which <laughs> which I think is going to be. I think it only it, all it does is pay dividends, especially if Josh Allen can remain patient, if he can remain the guy, which Joe Brady said, and that's the next topic, Joe Brady, if he can remain that guy where Joe Brady said, look, you know, when we're handing it off for the 42nd time and Josh Allen is still completing his his fakes and, and like running through and then looking for somebody to block, I know that he's bought in to what's happening on the football field offensively, even though he doesn't have the football. And I think that's a big part of it. But to the Joe Brady point, he continues to impress in these games uh, and continues, in my opinion, to swoon Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia right now has nothing negative to say about this guy. Everybody's like, it's been four games. Give him the job. Remove the interim like head coach or interim offensive coordinator title. Like, Give him the job, whatever that means, blah, 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 blah. How do we grade him? And do we, do we grade him before we get a lackluster performance? And where is the lackluster performance? Because I have comments about that. Um, and I guess I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We we hear, since I started doing this, I've been vocal about, and there's always been conversations around this idea of, (laughs) dork, football politics. (laughs) Football politics and this idea, and we hear it from the Buffalo Bills, the best player, the best players will play. The best players will play. How many they times have you heard? Too. They lie. Just they as much lie as their ahead. asses off. Like just you're like telling Sterling. Me, 
Brian Winters is the best guard on this football team. The best players will play like the amount of times that we've heard the best player and they don't, they, the best players don't play and we could go through, uh, I'm sure a, a myriad of players. You can't tell me that going into the playoffs last year, weeks, uh, 15, 16 and 17, I'm going to touch a nerve. You can't tell me that Cole Beasley was worse than whoever it was that we were trucking out there on the football field before the playoffs started. He wasn't. Oh, he knew the he knew the game. He knew the, the scheme. He knew the playbook. He knew everything about this offense. And you've got him riding the pine behind whoever else you're trucking out there. All that Preach. to say, all that to basically say this. If Joe Brady literally is a guy who says, you know what? My scheme be damned, my game plan be damned. Whatever that means, I'm going to do whatever in the moment makes the most sense. We talked about this on Monday with John Fina. And John Fina talked about it. John Fina was like, you know, these, these offensive coordinators sit up there, even when he played, and they, they like have this design and they've got this game plan and they've like spent all these hours and like haven't gone home for an entire week and they put this game plan together. And it's very much turns into we, we practice this play, we've got to run it. So here we go. We're going to run it right now, right? This Which one. basically derails this stuff. And we watched Brian Dable do it, who was situationally challenged. We watched Ken Dorsey. Who knows what Ken Dorsey was doing? If if I see three more games of an offensive coordinator that is playing to the strengths of his players and basically game plan be damned, whatever works is what we're going to do. How many times during the drought? I'm thinking of the Dick Duran years. Where was it like, oh, that play worked and we wouldn't run it again? It's like, why don't we come back to that play ever Meanwhile, Joe Brady's out there running the same play three times in a row, and it worked all three times. It's like, yes, <laughs> right. So that's where I'm at on Joe Brady. I'm I'm in the same place. Like I'm I'm in the place right now where remember I, a, a couple years ago I did the Poyer for All Pro or we yes. riot. Like yes. I think I'm on like the Brady for OC or we riot. Like I think I want to start that tomorrow. Yeah. Like can I get a shirt? Who do I reach out to? Who did, who did my who did my Poyer for All Pro? I, I gotta figure out who did my shirts because I need a Brady for OC or we riot campaign to start. And if somebody steals that, y'all heard it here first on Hump Day Hotline on you Buffalo did. Rumblings because I just said it. I just feel like it's time, man. Like, can we stop playing these games? Like, I get it. Like, you did it during the season. You fired Ken Dorsey, so he got the interim. Look, man, it's been four games, three out of four games, really four out of four games. He's done his job. He's done his Sean job. Sean McDermott failed against the Eagles, yes. not Joe Brady. Almost Joe Brady that yep. yep. Almost sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to cut you uh, no, again, Sean McDermott against the yep. Chiefs. It yep. wasn't Joe Brady. Right. Give Joe Brady that title, man, and let's make this thing happen. Give him a real contract and let's figure out the rest of Joe's or Josh's career. So it's time. You you so when it's it comes time. to how do we grade him, we don't need to wait to the end of the year, see how the rest of it goes, blah, 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 I'm, blah. It's time. I know, I know there were complaints last week. Right. Like the game last week, I feel like the second half adjustments uh, that Joe Brady didn't make. There were some complaints within Bills Mafia or, or amongst people who watch film and feel like the Bills didn't do as well against the Chiefs in the second half. For me, I'm like, we won the game. And I feel like, you know, sometimes we have to give other teams credit too. the Chiefs have one of the best defenses in the entire league this year. Yeah. Best offenses. Best yes. defenses in the league. So I'm not mad that we beat them 20 to 7. To me, that's a big win. Like that right. Joe Brady did his job. So look, give him the job. I know Matt is in the comments here, our uh, editor in chief. So shout out to him. No disrespect here, but I'm going to say you're crazy. The most respectfully disrespectful way <laughs> I'm going to say, Matt, you're crazy. Can't let Brady get complacent by giving him the job. They also need to interview outside candidates, even if they want to hire Brady officially. I'm gonna tell you what I know about the rate. I know about the Rooney Rule. I know about uh, all that stuff. I don't think I it goes that. for assistance. It doesn't go for for uh, what you would call it's an assistance. I don't think so. I don't know, but I know I've been disrespecting this man, and he popped in because he wanted to talk back to me. <laughs> So we're going to bring my brother Sterling in because I've been talking about how much of a liar. Your brother, man our is. brother, our he's brother, a, our brother. Right, right. He's a liar, though. Your brother, he's my a, brother, our brother a, is a liar. You've been saying James Cook has been an RB1 for 17 RB1, years though. when you've only known him for 17 weeks. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> hey, how, first of all, y'all y'all living good, man. Uh, man, I'm living always. Great. It's, it's hump day. Hey. 
<laughs> it is home a, day. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you go ahead and lie on purpose. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you got to embezzle the truth a little bit. Ain't that what we do in America? Uh, listen, James Cook, man, he might not be. He probably wasn't RB1 coming out. Right. And there's an argument to be made. You could say, well, you know, Kenneth Walker is more bruising back. He's better in pass protection, etc. But what James Cook is putting on tape, uh, just a continual improvement. You can't deny the fact that he out of the three backs, when you look at Kenneth Walker, when you look at Brees Hall, James Cook has improved the most out of the three this year. And uh, I don't think you really can deny that. I mean, you 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 look I at the agree. metrics, the stats, and um, if he continues along this pace, I think by the end of next year, I think we'll be saying that he was RB one coming out of that draft class, or he I, is the RB one now. You know I, what I'm saying? So I think, I think Brees Hall is still the scariest running back, but I think that's more about the Buffalo Bills effect. For some reason, Brees Hall has our number. When he plays us, he just gets free. I don't know what it is. He just does, but. I'm going to pose the same. Spence wants to say something, but I'm going to no. pose the same question to you, Sterles, which is if he emerges. And I don't want it to be the end of next year because by the end of the next year, and the next year he's got one year left, and they're probably not resigning that Joker, right? I mean, I can't imagine they're going to drop 12, 13 million a year on a running back. Like, I don't know that Brandon Bean does that. It's been patchwork running back since Brandon Bean got here, right? For all intents and purposes. But the question is, is if he emerges, Wait. if he emerges, well, what does that mean Wait. to Josh Allen? Can we wait? Can we be well, a little more friendly? I don't want to say patchwork running back. It hasn't been patchwork running back. We haven't given James Cook. I mean, we haven't. We're, we're giving James Cook an opportunity we didn't give to Devin Singletary. We see what he's doing with the opportunity. We're giving James Cook an opportunity we didn't give to Zach Moss. We see what he's doing with the opportunity. Let me re, let, let me recalculate that my comment. So okay, they okay. have not put the onus on offensive line and running back for Josh Allen. At all, and it cannot be argued. They have poured fifty to sixty million dollars a year in nine defensive linemen that they can rotate to keep their legs fresh, which has not worked at all. This year, it's working because of the emergence of Ed Oliver and maybe the emergence of AJ Epinesa. They have poured millions, hundreds of millions of dollars into the, def the defensive line, and there have been running backs available that they have not gone after. They've drafted a guy in the third round. They drafted another guy in the third round. Mm -hmm. They patchworked the offensive line. They went and got Roger Saffold. They went and put Brian Winters out there. Like The amount of crap that they put out in front of Josh Allen with a running back behind him shows no investment in Josh Allen and a so running either back. Either of them. Either well, one of them, I, right? I'll tell you this. This is what I'll tell you that. Uh, Mitch Morse Brandon is the Bean, only guy. Mitch Morse is the only guy they invested in. Mitch Morse. Brandon Bean was on the on the staff that uh, drafted um, McCaffrey. And yeah. I think, you know, James Cook for Josh Allen is, is a special combination just because he can he can get you uh, in different ways in that offense. And so I would I wouldn't say that the Bills wouldn't be interested in re-signing James Cook. Here's the here's why you probably should think about uh re-signing James Cook when it comes time is because when he was at Georgia, he didn't he doesn't have many miles on the tires, right? And then you look at last year, they it, it's the Bills fault that it's taking them this long to start using him properly. So I I think it's you, you might want to uh I, I look, I'm I'm with drafting a running back every year. Now that you got James Hook, you can draft him late, get a guy, you know, so you don't have to keep bringing in old Johnson? vets and stuff like that. I think with Ty Johnson, you don't have to draft anybody next year. Uh, I still I still draft I was so I Ty Johnson. I love that I, kid. I, well, I love Ty Johnson, but actually, so I'll, I'll throw this at both of you and, and give me what you think. I, I love Ty Johnson and what he's been able to do in this offense behind James Cook and behind, um, you know, whoever we have as the backup at that mm -hmm. point. I, I love what he's been able to do. But I think and maybe I shouldn't look at it this way because, you know, you throw somebody away and then they become somebody else's treasure. You know, and that's kind of what happened with the Bills, like with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and other players we can we can point to. But I just think when it comes to running back, the running back position is different than like safety or linebacker or where it's like I feel like with the running back you've developed and you're your best when you have a certain it's a certain age range and a certain youthfulness to where you have you have the best of your abilities available at a time mm -hmm. i think ty johnson had his opportunity in new york and i love i want him on the bills next year i tweeted out during the game i need him to be a buffalo bill but if you if if the bills have an opportunity in the third round or the second round to draft a running back that can be a one-two punch with James Cook that can really solidify your offense. 
man, tell Ty Johnson to go to that man can go play for Tennessee for all I yeah. care. I don't care where he goes. What I like yeah. about Ty Johnson, and I'm looking, I'm looking up information about him right now because I honestly don't know necessarily what his stats are. Ty Johnson, and I don't I don't know if this will ring true. So Ty Johnson is 5'10, 210, which but he looks bigger than that. Ty Johnson runs like Mick, Mike Gillis, Gillisley. I'm not saying he's fast as him, but you remember Mike Gillisley would just Mike, run yeah. like Touchdown Touchdown reckless Mike. abandon and would just like run into people as fast as he possibly could. And that to me is Ty Johnson, but with girth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You Ty Johnson is a backwards. Wait, Charles, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Keeps, this is his second. His mom is in the comments, man. Like, yeah, he got to chill. Joe got to chill. You got to yeah, relax. He got to chill. Ty, I, I was going to say, Ty Johnson is a back that you can find in the draft every single year. Pause. He, Pause right there because you're right. And the reality is, is, and this goes back to the, and now I'm going to argue against James Cook and I'm going to be the bad guy. And I'm not trying to do that. Like, I love this kid and I love what we're doing with him. But you you watch teams out there, the New England Patriots do to running backs what the Steelers do to wide receivers. The Steelers draft a wide receiver and like the dude's like, oh my God, that dude's incredible. And then they go to some other team and they vanish. The Patriots do the same thing. They draft running backs and they just, they're monsters. And then they go to other teams and they vanish. So what is it? Is it the running back? Is it the oh, I, I got it. It's is a it simple both? answer. They had fran- they had franchise quarterbacks at the time, and when you have a franchise quarterback, you 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 don't pay a lot of everything. attention. It changes everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's what makes Christian McCaffrey just so damn special. Is that like the dude? Man, he he is he is phenomenal. That dude Sterling, is so good. Sterling, you know what it really does though? It pisses me off that the Buffalo Bills had a shot before the 49ers to go and get. A Christian McCaffrey. Now, I'm happy with James mm. Cook. Obviously, the last couple of games, you see what he's doing. Nobody in, in their right mind in Bill's Mafia is going to complain about James Cook right now. But could you right. imagine just a year ago, the yeah. offseason, a year and a half ago, or not the offseason, trade deadline, when Christian McCaffrey's name was being thrown around from Carolina and the Buffalo Bills could have got him on the cheap. Yep. We gave money to people. We signed. Could you imagine if we would have gave that? Now I know hindsight is twenty twenty. Right, right. Before the knee injury and before the. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm gonna take this one. Joe. Talk I'm your talk. This one. Talk your before, talk. Before the knee injury and before all of the the uh, the domestic violence allegations that happened while he was a Buffalo Bills member because there was some that happened prior to before all of that stuff. Nobody cared about the Von Miller contract, but now everybody wants to get out the Von Miller deal. Could you imagine if we gave a portion of that Von Miller contract to Christian McCaffrey? Mm. And then instead of, and then we go sign D hop instead of signing Von Miller, we could have DeAndre, yeah. Take me off a solo, man. You about to have me. I'm about to quit. I'm Matt, to Matt quit. Bynum, I, I don't know. I don't know what the point of the editor in chief is trying to make here, but what about all the talking heads who claim the Bills needed to Saquon Barkley? We Sa- did. Saquon Barkley would be a machine in this. We offense. need look. The reason why, like, we're talking good about James Cook tonight is because what we're saying is the Bills have finally lucked into a situation. Yes. Where they hopefully have found somebody that's that can be as good as Saquon Barkley. Like right. you're 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 basically saying what about the talking heads, Matt? I love you. You first of all, you know we work together. I love you, but you're saying this in a way as if it's like, wait, we needed this man. Like this is why people were saying, go get Derrick Henry, go get Saquon Barkley. We've been for five years with Josh, six years with Josh. He hasn't had a run game. He, he has been the run game. You go and look at the first five years of his career and the bills have been top 10 in rushing only because Josh Allen has between 600 and 800 yards rushing. You take Josh Allen's stats out of that. And the Buffalo bills are in the bottom seven of the league every single year that Josh Allen is a quarterback in the NFL. And you want to sit here and talk about how Josh Allen has these turnovers and how he's not good and how he does all these things and he's turnover worthy plays and how he's this and how he's that. Well, how about you give him receivers that can catch the damn ball? Ooh. Catch the damn ball. Ooh. You you got you got the one dude wearing 13 that looks like the other dude that looked that wore 13 <laughs> that ate damn Popeye's biscuits that was a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end and then you <laughs> like come on man. Come on. <laughs> you give them these bullshit ass offensive lines. You give them all of these these bullshit receivers. And then you want Josh Allen to be the goat every game. So we go 13 and three and you're mad at Josh Allen when we lose to the Bengals. Yeah. No. 
No. Give that man weapons, man. Saquon Barkley. Do exactly. I'm sorry, Joe. You're fine. Saquon Barkley. I'm screaming. Saquon Barkley is going to miss the Hall of Fame because he's a New York Giant. No, True. That, that's, said, that's exactly what it. it is. But it. but even outside of that, like the thing that before I even get to Saquon's career and I get to Derek's career and I get to all these other people's career. The thing is, we, we have all these complaints about the, me included. Like all I do is talk about how like as much as I love me and uh, Sterls to tell you last night I got on the chop up. Thank you, mom. I love I love mom. I got on the chop up last night. I got on the chop up last night with Sturrows. He had a special guest and and uh Jeremy was there and everybody. And and I'm sitting here saying, I'm still on the side of saying that I'm I'm ready for Sean McDermott to, to go coach another team. Mm. The reason why is not because Sean did a bad job and 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 Brandon did a bad job at drafting. They they built the foundation. The problem is we keep getting to a certain place and then we hit a wall. It's true. So I'm now if you want to talk about it with talent. Cool. Mm-hmm. We get to a certain place where guys want to come play with the Bills because Josh Allen and because of this and because of that. And you heard years ago, oh, everybody loves Sean McDermott. We preach about how great Sean McDermott is. Everybody wants to play for Sean McDermott. Now, the last year and a half, you're hearing about how everybody hates him. You're t- <laughs> This is me, right? I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking right. real, right? Uh-huh. You, I'm not even talking about this article from Ty Dunn. You got players that leave the team. Offensive linemen that left in the middle of the season that requested a release because of things that happened in the front office. You got guys that want to leave and they go to other teams. And You got Cole Beasley who loves Josh Allen, loves Stephon Diggs, and loves the guys on his team who will come out and say, I left Buffalo because of things that happened behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He apologized and came back because he was hurting for some cash, but he was speaking his truth in the moment. It's mm-hmm. true. We got to stop giving these excuses to the Bills, man. I'm ready for a, a Super Bowl. It's not Josh. It's not James. It's not Steph. It's not Matt Milano. It's not Daquan Jones. It's not Matt, uh, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. These dudes are studs, man. Yeah. Like, these dudes are studs. Yep, yep, yep. 100%. At, at some mm. point, the coach has to be a coach, and we got to win. Yep. Y'all can be mad no, at me I about agree. that. Dog me on Twitter for that. That ain't Joe. Joe being a, a Christian again. I'm the one talking crap. He said again. <laughs> well, I'm saying because I'm just tired of it, man. No, because like last night, even even and again, shout out to Jeremy. I love Jeremy. But on, on Chopper, we, we man, Jeremy was trying in. to say, where's Jeremy? But Jer- text Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> Don't text do that. Jeremy. And t- <laughs> Don't. Please do. Tell, matter of fact, tell Sarah and and and, uh, and 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 Jerry to jump in too, so they We're don't even have to over. go live. Just We're jump going in. We're going over just... two shows. We'll cut it down the middle. But I'm joking. Please go live. I don't want. I don't have another hour in me. We got. We but, have 13 minutes to wrap this thing up, and I see no, no end but, in sight. There's no. No, end but on the show last night, though, for real, on the show last night, Sterling would tell you because they tried to. He he tried to defend Sean by saying, "Well, you know, you only get to the playoffs with certain coaches like this, and it's year after yeah. year." Year after year, he gets to the playoffs, and if you fire him, then you're going through a cycle of coaches because you fired your first coach. No, or how about let's be honest about the fact that the coach that we fired, yeah, we got to the playoffs. He's proven he can get us to the playoffs every year. I need mm-hmm. a coach that has proven to me we can get to the Super Bowl. That's yeah, what I the, need. Yeah, the, the the guy is effectively Sean Payton, right? That's who you want, and you can't get him. But and, and I've made this comment too because people come at me, Man. and we are way off topic. But like, like, and I, I love Sterling's response. Some topics. I, I don't know that Sterling and I have talked about this, but it's like you know the big conversation before this whole big turnaround, which includes Sean McDermott changing the way he's coached in game. You cannot deny it; it's a fact. The big comment was, well, if you fire Sean McDermott, who are you going to get? And it's like, mother trucker, give up four first-round picks for Sean McVay right now. Okay, Like, go okay. get me. Sean McVay to coach Josh Wait. Allen. And we're last winning thing. multiple Super Bowls. Joe, multiple last thing, and I'm shutting up. Super I Bowls. swear to God. I'm shutting up. We got 12 minutes left. I'm not even going to do third down. You and Sterling can do third down. Matter of fact, I'm going to play it right You're now. You're not leaving. Hold on. Hold You're on. not leaving. No, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to just shut the hell up. Third. <laughs> <laughs> That's third down. So y'all know, get y'all, get y'all Josh Allen stat lines and the, and the score predictions ready. I'm gonna shut the hell up. But again, to what Joe just said there, like you, everybody who has this take, you fire Sean McDermott. Who are you gonna get? 
uh, can we go back and pull receipts from every single one of you? Nobody knew who Sean McDermott was besides the True. people who actually knew who Sean McDermott was. True. I he was the defensive was. coordinator, and everybody was like, we're going to hire this no-name guy yep. from North Carolina or from yep. South Carolina. Like, we're going to hire a guy from Carolina as our head coach? Yep. Come yep. on, Thanks. man. Like, y'all got to be yeah. – like, dude, let's, let's stop having this closed-minded outlook on things. And now, I'm not even dissing Sean. I'm happy with Sean at the moment. Let the, let this let this. I'm riding this wave, Joe. I'm riding this it. wave. We are gonna make the playoffs. We are gonna win the Super Bowl. If he wins the Super Bowl, I want Sean here forever. I don't want to say nothing yeah. bad about him. But it's, my problem is, I don't think he can win the Super Bowl. The, the, and, uh, that's, and that's the thing. Here's and I, I'll add I'll add this to that. Wait, statistics the, are against him. No head coach quarterback combination over five years has ever made the Super Bowl. Go ahead. So if if there was a year for the Bills to win a Super Bowl. This is a year to do it. This is the year. <laughs> this or, is the or year. Last, or last year. Or, or 2021. Yeah. Or, or 2020. Or the last right. five. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the, I mean, you, you look at the... the, the, <laughs> the <laughs> I feel like the Spider-Man, you know, at this point. <laughs> yeah, the last 12 years that McDermott but, has been the coach of the Bills. But it's true this year. I mean, the AFC is just no, a, you're right, a hot you're mess. Right. It's a hot mess. No, no Bengals. Uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs are, are down. down. Chiefs are down. Like, yep. And, and you, you play against a Ravens team that you match up pretty well against. We'll yes. see what happens there. Yeah. With no Mark Andrews for the rest of the season. Well, and no quick Mark question. Andrews. Quick huh? question. Let me ask you this. If the Bills do make it, who do you see beating them? If they make the playoffs right now, teams that are in the playoffs, according to rankings and all that stuff, or in general, not even teams that, because right now the Bills aren't in. So if there's another team that might be able to make it, who in the AFC? Nobody. Do you see beating the honestly. Bills? Uh, you're not, not going to like my answer. The uh, the, the Ravens answer, uh, the Ravens could get them. The, the Ravens answer, could get them. The answer comes back to hockey, and and I know that's a weird analogy, but hockey for some reason, when you are a scoring hockey team and you like score crazy points, when you get to the playoffs, they become defensive teams. It's just what mm. hockey does. If Sean McDermott reverts when we get to the playoffs to more of the play to not lose versus play to win, if he becomes that coach again. Anybody could beat us, in my opinion. You're looking okay. at the Jaguars. The Jaguars know, are right there with it's us. Again. I think it's a little different this year, just because hey. of of what Josh Allen is going to do in the playoffs. And now we have something that we haven't had in years, which a is a, a real run game, real run right? game, real and run a guy that can catch it out of the backfield. Real quick, can I can I um just kind of question Joe on something, man? Like, yeah, always. he always. he wants to he wants to he wants to question the Bills on that, and he wants to talk like that, like. Wasn't he? You know, I'm not gonna do that, Joe. I'm gonna protect you. Not like you didn't do me earlier. He called me out earlier, man. He was like, "We're live," but you were wrong. I'm not gonna do you like that, Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna save it till we go. I'm gonna save it till after the show. I just thought about, about it live what in the I, moment. I thought no, about it. You will I not you. hurt. You will not hurt my feelings. Absolutely, no, drag I'm, me. Absolutely, everybody. Y'all know I'm joking. I'm really joking here. But I'm saying like Joe dragged me on live. He was like, "No, nah, man, you were wrong about that. You you sucked with that." You what? He called me out, bro. I was like, "Damn." Damn, we're live, man. Protect, we, help me. You're help going me. back to the opening segment of which we were both wrong. We both expected the like Josh Allen. The, the whole point of that whole segment was that Josh Allen completed seven passes and we won the football or the game yeah. by like 21 points. Like that was the I whole was joking. <laughs> I was joking last night with, with Jeremiah because I like so you know how he 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 rides for Gabe Davis. He rides for Gabe yes, Davis. He does. Yeah. So I was joking with him. I'm like, dude, Gabe Davis still had two targets and no receptions in his game. Like, what the, the one hell ball, is happening? The one ball bounced Davis? right next to him. Like, the deep ball was like, doink, yeah. right next to him. But it was bad. It was, like, I, we know Josh only threw it, like, probably, what, nine, ten times? I don't even know the number. 15. He barely threw, 15 threw the times. 15. Okay, so he threw it 15 times. He barely had any completion. Like, it was one of those games yeah. that Josh didn't throw it. So I really wasn't critiquing Gabe Davis, but I went on the show and, and we talked about it and it was funny. And it was one of those moments where like, if it was you, you would have clowned me, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point by telling that story is that you would have clowned me. You would have had me feeling embarrassed. And I'm just saying, I'm I love well, you. I don't mean to, don't you mean gotta to do that. You got to protect me better. That's all I'm saying. It's not intentional. <laughs> I'm talking this like Sterling didn't pop in here for me attacking him. I'm saying all of that. Like, that's not why Sterling is on the show.
We have uh, <laughs> six minutes left, and we have not done any Charger Bills predictions at all, nor have we done the injury report, which the only thing really in the injury report is A.J. Epinesa is still having trouble with his ribs. He's day-to-day. He wants it. He said today, hopefully it doesn't pop out, which it's Says creepy he feels sounding. better, too, yeah. Yeah, Daquan is probably not going to be around until the playoffs, and Jordan Phillips is also... <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Phillips is also not going to be available probably until the Miami game. My my mom says <laughs> Joe protect Spence <laughs> listen to at all moms, costs. Man. At all costs. Always listen to <laughs> listen to moms. <laughs> so what do we? I got I got two of you here. What what uh, I I was quoted on saying and got dragged a little bit on Twitter about saying that the, the I used Sterling's words. Uh, I think the Bills are going to like curb stomp dog walk the chargers you got you game. got questioned about that no like people yes are like well there's people in the chat earlier was like we we cannot take the chargers for granted it's like oh i'm taking it for granted like 100 percent me a favor and tag granted. me tag me <laughs> if you don't so, want to tag me just send it to me i'll go first uh josh allen stat line in this football game you know i i, I expect the game to be you know uh the bills are going to score more than 25 points i don't know that they're going to need necessarily josh allen to kind of go nuts but you know let's talk 275 280 285 somewhere around there a couple touchdowns and then i got the buffalo bills probably in that 28 ish to 28 to 7 28 to 10 range so that's kind of where i'm at on this football game well, that's good. I, I would say twenty-seven to thirty-three. Um, give me, give me two eighty-four, two touchdowns for Josh. the Chargers with a backup quarterback and a new head coach scoring twenty-seven points on this defense. Yeah, I just, I just don't think you know. You, you still want to save some of it. You, you ain't got to blow these boys out. I think you can run the ball, control the game, get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't got to go all out. I think for this game, I think you want to get on the same page in the past game. I think you got to get Stefan. I think this is the game where you work on the kinks and get Stefan Diggs involved. I agree. Get Dalton Kincaid back involved in the offense. Gotcha. See, I agree, but I disagree. I think next week is the week you do that. I think you still keep Stefan Diggs fresh this week. I think you still keep Stefan Diggs to a couple targets, mm. maybe five. You know, you know, like don't don't overdo Diggs this week. We don't need now. If we need Diggs to win, if for some reason the Chargers end up waking up on some type of extra dope, you know, like everybody is on mm-hmm. some flyness, then yeah, get Diggs involved. Let's do what we got to do. But we should win this game and we should win it easily. So for me, I don't I don't want Diggs involved until next week. Because to me, mm. next week, it's like, look, next week, okay, we know we got Miami the week after. Right. We need to – We not only do we need momentum, but we need plays that we know, okay, look, this is this is what we're expecting. This is the type of play we want to run. Let's, let's get some live reps of this play in. Let's do yeah. this. Let's do that. Like, so I'm expecting the Patriots – like – Next week, I, the, the, I expect the Buffalo Bills to be on some like just bully stuff. Like I, yeah. I you, you know, yeah. you know the scene from I think it was the first Avengers when uh, Hulk grabbed Loki and he grabbed him and he was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yes. that's what I expect the Bills to do next week. This week too, <laughs> but next him, weekend. He called him Tiny God. You're a tiny guy. Yeah, a little tiny guy. You're a <laughs> tiny guy. So I, I expect that next weekend to the pay because they still think they're gods. They still, you know, with the baton Brady. <laughs> Bye, Bill. Bill's gone. Yeah. So give me Bye. a Josh Allen stat line and a uh, score prediction, Spence. Oh, this this weekend, man, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Maybe uh, I'll give him 200 yards. I think he'll play until midway through the third quarter. Oh, I'll give him maybe bench two yards. Again. The Josh Allen's getting yeah, benched again. He's getting benched for Kyle <laughs> Allen, man. Like just, That's what's happening. <laughs> give him two touchdowns in the air, one on the ground. I'm going to give J- uh, Jimmy one on the ground as well. Uh, I don't think he's going to have the same 170, 150, right. 160 type of day. I'll give him like 80 yards on the ground. I think it's going to be a different day, but I think the Bills – are going to be efficient. So I think the yards that they get will matter and they'll score and then they'll get out of there, man, and, and make things happen. The bills win this one. They cover the spread. It's going to be an easy game. This yeah, is, I, I, I think the bills are going to get up on them pretty good. Now you got to look at, um, you know, Sean McDermott against like young rookie quarterbacks, Easton stick is who we're talking about. I think Sean's going to dirty. Yeah. They're going to get get them. They're going to get them. Sterling. Thank you so much for joining. Joe is trying to, he's trying to rush us because we got to get out of here. He's looking at the time. (laughs) He's like, it's 58 minutes and 38. He's looking. And so go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Sterling. It is great uh, having you in the show. (laughs) And uh, this has been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, well, this is uh, every week Spence and I lead this show going, man, that was a good show. And this was absolutely a lot of fun, but ladies and gentlemen, you have been, 
and tuned into <laughs> the Hump Day Hotline, brought to you by Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. That there is Jay Spencer King, and below me is Sterling Furrow, all part of the amazing group of content creators in Buffalo Rumblings, to include the show that's about to start, Wind the Game, with Jerry, former Buffalo Bill, Jerry Ostrowski, and Sarah Larson. For me, Spence, and Sterling, go Bills! Go Bills, Bills. baby. Go Bills. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today